to the Section 5 Podcast. Welcome back to the Section 5 Podcast, where the Celtics just defeated the Golden State Warriors 119-104 to at home at the TD Garden. Uh, the first home game in the aftermath of the, the death of Kobe Bryant. First home game at the Boston Garden since then. Um, Celtics had almost a full roster tonight. Uh, Jason Tatum was back. Uh, still missing Anus Cantor and Robert Williams, but nevertheless, it was a good victory. Um, in anticipation of the Saturday night Saturday night game against Philly. And Philly should have a full roster as well as Joel Embiid and Al Horford should be expected to play. Uh, we have Mark, Trey, Adam. We're all here tonight to kind of go over, not not really the, the game tonight, but mostly want to uh, just take a look at the All-Star game, uh, the All-Star team selection. Um, we expected it to drop at 7 o'clock, but... I believe it was Shams who dropped the bomb on this one about 40 minutes before it was before it yes. was announced. Um, and most notably for Celtics fans, Jason Tatum was added to the All-Star game. So in his third season, Jason Tatum will be an All-Star for the East. Whether it's Team LeBron or Team Giannis, we'll see. So what we kind of want to do is just we have an open discussion about the selections, you know, who we felt should have made it. Um, who we felt was snubbed out. There's always a couple of snubs. Um, and then we'll do our own little mock draft when it comes to the game. Um, I, I guess before, before we start, um, I, I was at the game tonight, um, mostly just because I did want to be there for the Kobe tribute. And um, all I can say is that it was a it, – it, it was still surreal. Like, we're still living in this – like this alternate universe where you, where you remind yourself that this happened and you're just like, what? Like, it's, it's so strange, but, but, but I, I, I got to the garden and after the national anthem, you know, everybody was basically just anticipating the tribute or what were they, what they were going to say about Kobe. Um, and Celtics PA announcer, Eddie Palladino, you know, shared a couple of words on behalf of the organization and the fans they had a 24-second moment of silence, which, aside from a few shouts of Kobe and We Love Kobe, was as quiet as I've ever heard the TD Garden, even during a moment of silence. Um, after that, they showed a tribute video of which, once the lights came back up and you looked around, you know, there were a lot of, if not teary eyes, stone faces. Um, in that building and the guy next to me just looked at me and said like this this is crazy like this this is so crazy and honestly i i was there by myself and like i needed somebody to talk to like i really did and there was an usher who was kind of like asked me where you know if i knew where my seat was i'm like yeah i'm sitting right there and i just said to him like man this kobe thing is just hitting me hard and me and the usher were talking about it for about 10 minutes. Um, anywhere I've gone around Boston for the last three days, I was in a restaurant trying to make a reservation or being in line at Star Market or anywhere I go, the whole conversation is all about Kobe Bryant. Um, I tweeted it out, but I, got, I, I, I started up in the rafters and I ended up going back to our seats in section five. Um, and there was a kid behind me with a Kobe jersey on. And he made eye contact with me, and all I could do was just dap him up. I was like, yo, like, I've never dapped up anybody in the Lakers jersey before, but it's fucking Kobe, man. And, and that was sort of the feeling around the building the whole night. So it was good to get a win. Um, it was good to celebrate Kobe, and I think we'll be doing this for the rest of the NBA season. Um, and that's, that's, that's the most I'm going to say about that. But moving on, um, Adam, I think that you have the all-star rosters up in front of you. Um, there still is an all-star game that's going to be played in Chicago um, in a few weeks. Um, and it's good that 
with the trade deadline approaching in February that the NBA moved sort of the trade deadline up before the all-star break so they could take care of that business. But we do have some all-star selections and uh, Adam, let's, if you can give us a rundown, we can sort of just debate our takes on the all-star selections. All right. Yeah. So the, uh, for the reserves for the East, we got, you know, we got Tatum, Jason Tatum, first time all-star, obviously Boston Celtics having a great, great season as in the, in his third year. Um, Donatus Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers. He got his first, first all-star all-star as well that G unceremoniously doesn't like at all. Yeah, I'm playing him in fantasy this week. (laughs) His, I mean, 18, 13, 5, 31 and 17. Mm -hmm. Brogdon's been hurt. Mm -hmm. Depot's been hurt. Mm -hmm. Turner's been playing like not Miles Turner, so Miller's gone. Yeah, save it. Yeah, save it. I'm sure you guys can tell that Demonis Sabonis is on my fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John Wall's on my fantasy team, but I'm not calling him an all-star. <laughs> Next hey, hey, hey. Next, we got uh, two members of the Miami Heat. We got Jimmy Butler making his fifth all-star appearance. We got Bam Adebayo making his first all-star appearance. And both of those are well-deserved. Those guys, Bam's having a, you know, He's having a really good year. We could say he could be even you know, up for most improved player. I mean, his numbers are really good this year. Um, and obviously, Butler speaks for himself. We got Chris Middleton from the Bucks, Ben Simmons from the Sixers, and then we got everyone's favorite All Star, Kyle Lowry, rounded out the East. <laughs> and for the West, we got um, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Brandon Ingram, who's having a Fantastic season. Um, Nikola Jokic. Of course, we got Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Chris Paul made it in the West as well. So, I mean, who 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 don't – obviously, geez, Sabonis, you don't think he should have made it. I probably don't think Kyle Lowry shouldn't, probably shouldn't have made it for the East. Um, Mark, what do you think for the East? Uh, so – when looking at the East, we actually put together uh, a list of who we thought was going to make it because we tried to record a show on this on Saturday and then everything went wrong. Yeah. Um, so I actually had the seven guys I picked were the guys from the East uh, who made it. But Lowry is the guy who, if I was picking the team, I probably wouldn't go there uh, and take him. He's shooting 41% from the field. Like he's having a good year, but they're are some a couple of other guys who I think should be in there. Uh, Bradley Beal comes to mind right away. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an individual accolade. Team wins are a team stat. So Beal is a guy who – he's a great player, whether his team's winning or losing. I think ultimately the injury uh, that he had recently uh, and the time he missed is probably what cost him that game. Um, and I was going back and forth between uh, Tatum and Jalen Brown because I knew realistically they weren't both getting in. Uh, it was one or the other. So I kind of lean Jalen. I just think as great as Tatum's been, Jalen's just been a little bit better. Um, so it's, you know, six in one hand, half dozen in the other with those guys. But uh, I'll, I kind of lean Jalen, but uh, I'm happy to hear that Tatum's in. Um, on the West, there's there's just that one name that sticks out, and I think we're all probably going to agree with this. Like Devin Booker should be an All Star, um, and looking at that list, that's the the one pick that I had. I had him locked in as a guy who's going to make it. Uh, I had him in over Chris Paul. I think a lot of people are going to have him in over Chris Paul uh, because when you look at the rest of that lineup, like it's it's all the I think all the right guys. Um, you know, Jokic, Mitchell, Ingram. Gobert just got his first, which is great to see because he's that's long overdue in my mind. Um, but Booker is the one that really sticks out as a, a guy who should be there. Booker is averaging 27, 6.4 assists, four boards, shooting 51% from the field, 92 from the line, 37 from three. Right, that, and that's not an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Chris Paul is – I mean, I get it. His team's winning, but – I mean, there are other guys on that team too. So, 
Right. Yeah. I mean, Devin Booker gets penalized for winning and for being the Phoenix Sun. That's what it seems like. And yeah. for being in the West. I mean, he's in the West. Trey Young's putting up the numbers. His team's not winning. He's in the he's in the East. He's gonna be an all-star this year. So just how it works. Yeah, uh, Trey definitely has more exposure. So uh, the fan vote is what got Trey Young in. Uh, Devin Booker's probably not getting that. I don't know what Booker's fan vote numbers were, but uh, we just don't see as much as him, of him here on the East Coast where a lot of the people voting uh, are. No Carl no Anthony Towns? It's No, he missed uh, too much time. It, that's that's one that I kind of had on the borderline. There's another guy I had on the borderline. I know Trey's going to jump down my throat for this one, uh, but Hassan Whiteside, look at his numbers this year. He's uh, like fifth, uh, He's up over 15 points, 14 rebounds, and he leads the league in blocks per game. Uh, like that guy's been phenomenal, and there's been no mention whatsoever of him being there. Uh, you know, Andre Drummond's getting uh, you know some press. Uh, around it because he's a bigger name, obviously, but he's doing the same thing except he doesn't play defense. Uh, and uh, you know, Whiteside's just getting nothing. Like people ask ask the, your standard casual NBA fan, they probably don't even know he plays for the Blazers. Um, I guess my reaction to kind of the All Star selection is that, like, I just feel like the All NBA teams are like the merit based awards, and there's three of those teams, right? But I feel like the all-star game is about stars and not stats. Like, that's pretty much my, my model when it comes to the all-star game. Stars over stats. So every single person who got selected was what was deserving. And clearly the coaches kind of voted like coaches. They voted for players who were impacting winning teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Young is the outlier because he got so many votes from the fans that it was that heavily weighted that it allowed him to get into the all-star game. But if Trey Young didn't have that fan vote, he may not have been selected by the coaches as well as a reserve only because the team isn't really winning. And Trey Young is excellent on one side of the ball and not so much on the other side of the ball. Um, But the thing that that stood out to me the most, and I do think I would have replaced Kyle Lowry and Sabonis in the East with Bradley Beal and, J- and Jalen Brown. That that would have been my personal selection if it was me. Um, but the thing that stands out to me the most is that, at least when you're looking at the reserves, the number of players who weren't top three picks in the draft, you know, they weren't, they weren't selected at the top of the draft. You know, Rudy Gobert was the 27th pick. Donovan Mitchell was the 13th pick. Jokic was the 41st pick. Damian Lillard was the sixth pick. Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry was the 24th pick in the draft. I think Jimmy Butler was selected either at the very bottom of the first round or he might have fell into the second round. I'm not certain. It was bottom of the first. Bottom of the first, like in the 30 or 31, right? Yeah. Is that the year we took Juwan Johnson? Probably. Um, Trey's guy, Juwan Johnson. I mean, Chris Middleton, Bam Adebayo, and Sabonis. Like, you can find great players all throughout the first round, and even in, in some cases into the second round. Um, so, and, and it brings me back to when we were talking about the value of the Memphis pick. And this might have been an online discussion versus a pod discussion, but I'm just, I'm just no longer looking at picks in, ter- in terms of trade value. I'm looking at picks in terms of, you know, really being able to find good players who are cost-controlled for a number of years. Um, yeah. Other than that, what stands out to me were the omissions, which largely due to um, injury and, and time and, you know, games missed. No Kyrie Irving, no Carl Anthony Towns, no Paul George. And just to kind of rub this in, no Tobias Harris, who got signed to a gigantic deal in the offseason. So um, I, think, I think Zach Levine was a glaring omission too, mostly because the game's in Chicago. And he's had a really great season. He's a young player. He's an up-and-coming player. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I just want to ask you guys. I threw this out there on Twitter earlier to see what people think. It kind of fell flat so nobody because nobody was, responded. But what if they expanded the roster to uh, – I don't know what what the number would be. Let's say hypothetically 20. They expanded the roster to 20. You had four teams and you had a tournament. 
during All Star Weekend? Like, what do, is that? Am I? Am I? Am I? Is that a W or L? Uh, the tournament is interesting because it would be something different. Uh, but you have twenty All Stars in the East and twenty All Stars in the West. Like oh, twenty really, total. Twenty total. Oh, and, yeah, okay. Twenty so total, doing, and then they split hypothetically fourteen five. to five. Yeah. Okay, so so that isn't that less than we have now because we got twelve on each team now. Is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So no, let's say then add. So right now it's twenty four. Add six. Okay, so so or we're doing eight. add eight. So you have um you have um thirty two. Thirty two. Okay. Four teams of eight. So four teams of eight. So now you have to talk a different format of game. Yeah. Whether you're playing a shorter game. Or you do like a three-on-three half court, which might be fun. Um, it could be the 15, 15 ones and twos. Yeah, like, uh, like playground. I mean, forget, minus the semantics. Like, yeah, the idea. Well, that's that's a big block. that's a big factor uh, if you're talking tournament is is the format of it because it, if it's done in a fun way and maybe they do it once every couple of years, okay, maybe. Yeah, but, one day, one day tournament. You know, yeah. um, so you're playing, you're playing. So there'll be, you know, at least there'll be one, two, three games. That day, the NHL does this. Yeah, the NHL does it, and it's been it fairly they, successful, yeah, like, uh, as successful as hockey can be, anyway. Yeah. So they do it by like divisions, right? Right. There's four divisions. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, they uh, they have an all star team from each division instead of an all star team from each yeah. conference, uh, and then they'll do um, the first round. The two of the divisions will play each other and then they'll have the two winners play in the finals and they play a shorter game. And uh, I think they play three on three uh, yeah. like the NHL does in overtime. Um, so it's, it's been done. It can, it can be done and it can be interesting, uh, but it's also kind of grown a little stale since the NHL has been doing it for probably four or five years now. And it just, I, I would love to see it where I love to see it done in a manner like, you know how those, you know, those summer workout videos or those summer pickup videos that always leak before the season? Yeah. You just got a bunch of guys just balling in the gym. Like, I'd like to see something like that. Like, call your own calls. Like, like take it to the playground, damn near. Sure. But it's in the arena. You got to be shirts versus skins. Shirts versus skins. Um, yeah, I mean, if they mic them up, they could call their own files and everyone's listening to them mic'd up. Yeah, call your own <laughs> files. Like... Just make make it fun. I mean, I, I think I think there is something to be said about expanding the rosters. Because yeah. At the very league, least, there has to be at least like fifteen players on each, each on each conference. Like they have to add a few spots. I, I think uh, one th- one argument against that is you're watering down what it means to be an all star. Yeah. So. For the for as long as we can remember, it's been twelve guys on the All Star team, right? You're an All Star. You're one of the top twelve guys in theory in the conference. But we but we, but we all agree that some of those guys probably shouldn't have made it. Yeah, like uh, I'm I'm a big fanboy because I love the Hawks and seeing Kyle Korver as an All Star was pretty cool. But that dude was never an All Star in his life, uh, and you see that happen a, a lot. There are guys who just who get that one year. Jamal McGlure was an All Star one year. Well, I mean, in that in that case, that means you're really not getting the twelve best players. No, it, always guys who make the team who somebody else because their team's not. winning or um, team I, has I, a fifth. I mean, in all NBA, all NBA, I believe is obviously the more that is. Season. It's it's like in football, like who gives a shit who makes the Pro Bowl? It's oh, did bro. you did you make All Pro or did you make All Pro second team? Uh, so I mean, so so switching gears and let's kind of get back to the Celtics. Let's just discuss. You know, the fact that Jason Tatum did enter, did get selected into the All-Star game and Jalen Brown did it. One, can we just discuss Jalen Brown and his season that he's been having this year and whether he did deserve to make the team? And two, do you see any problems in the locker room or any dynamics that could sort of come into play where Tatum made the All-Star team, Jalen Brown did it, and there's almost this sort of, internal competition between the two of them and there's always an external debate about which one is better and this and i'm sure they have a great relationship but do you see this sort of dynamic between the two of them being problematic at all no they move on through their celtics careers no not at all um i think this team the way it's built this year just they like each other too much um you probably didn't see it because you were at the game but there's a a little clip that was going around on uh, on twitter of 
uh, I think it was Jalen and Marcus Smart just like dancing for a few seconds uh, on, you know, on a commercial break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just the, the camaraderie that appears to be around this team. They don't really care if one's in an all-star game or, or not. It's like, it's cool for the guy. He's happy to be there, but the, it's not going to say, well, oh, damn, well, I should be an all-star or, you know, Marcus Smart's not saying, damn, I should be an all-star if they counted defense. I just don't see that with this group. Pretty much it's going to motivate Jalen. I feel like it's going to motivate him to play even better. And next year, he'll make it. And his teammates will probably want him to make it even more. Um, He's going to play even better next year because each year he improves his game. Yeah, I mean, Jalen got, you know, he's having a career year. And, I mean, this – like you mentioned, I think he should have if, – if they count in, like, winning and mattering to uh, – someone mattering to the team, I mean, Jalen's at over 20 a game, six boards, like, all career highs, career high assists, career high steals, like – And he's doing it efficiently, too. Doing it efficiently. You're, you're not seeing him wildly drive to the hoop anymore. Like, everything's calculated. And, you know, his, his game is significantly improved. I think I think it was that stretch where the Celtics went two and six mm. over eight games um to about you know over the last you know about a week or two ago. Yeah. That 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 did hurt Jalen. His play, you know, his play kind of um took, you know, he had, he was in a little slump for a little bit. The mm-hmm. coaches were watching. And that I think impacted his ability to get in the game. Um and meanwhile to, to Sabonis' credit, you know, no Victor Oladipo. And the, the Pacers have been keeping pace with the top four or five teams in the East. But, Mark, I have to disagree. I, I think you're crazy to think that it doesn't matter to Jalen that he – that Jason Tatum got in and Jalen Brown did not. Like, as a basketball player, as a professional athlete, you're always going to have an ego. But – he has to feel like he was snubbed and that he should have made the team. Yes. But he did get the contract. So maybe that was a soft cushion for him. But I think – I'm not saying it will cause friction between them, but I'm sure that it, – it, I'm sure it, it irks Jalen Brown he's, that he didn't get selected to the A little bit. He's, he's not happy about it. I'm sure he's disappointed that he's not an all-star. But he's not mad at Jason Tatum because of that. He could be oh, mad no, at no, the no, voters. He could be no. mad at the league or the coaches. But uh, it's not going to do anything – to the chemistry of this team. Uh, I, I just don't think it's even anything. What, to, to would it have if Jalen was still playing for a contract? Mm, I don't think so. I think it could have maybe hurt his play because he would have put too much pressure on himself because that would have really helped him get a contract. But uh, I don't think that it would have driven a wedge for this team. I just think the team right now is too strong in the locker room. I think if Jalen didn't get that contract, he wouldn't be on this team. They'd probably have traded him. That's a possibility too. Yeah, I kind of disagree. I think that they would have probably treated Jalen Brown more like Marcus Smart during his contract year, where they pretty much let him test the market. You know, there was a little bit of hard feelings temporarily, but they let him test the market, get his find out what his value is, and then they, you know, met that price. And if they didn't sign him, and he, and he carried on to this offseason, I don't think there's any question that there would have been one team out there that offered Jalen the max. Atlanta. The Seas would have probably yep. So the fact that he was restricted, I think that's why, you know, they wouldn't have dealt him because they always had the option to match, you know. They're not going to go out on the cheap like the Red Sox and Mookie Betts. <sighs> because, because they don't want to pay the man, they're just going to trade him for some fucking prospects. All right. Um... On a side note, Gordon Hayward, mm. would you – I mean, outside of Boston, I think I know the answer to, the, to this question, but would you guys consider Gordon Hayward as somewhat of a snub this year? I would put – I would say yes with a big fat asterisk next to the yes as mm-hmm. far as him being healthy. Um, if you look at his numbers, like the percentage-wise numbers, not really the volume-based numbers, like – 52% from the field, career high. Mm. 37% from the three-point line, his highest since his lone all-star season in 16-17. 87% from the line, 
career high. 6.2 boards, that's a career high. Um, four assists, his highest since 2014-2015. Um, he's having a career high true shooting percentage of 60%. Gordon's been, I mean, his numbers when he's been out there, he's, he's been very impressive. Um, like when he has the ball, you could, you, I have full confidence when Gordon takes two steps back and just drives with a full steam ahead at a guy. Knowing that he's either going to A, get to the hoop, B, draw the foul, or C, stop short and just kill him with that mid-range. Um, so I think that, yes, Gordon is a snub, but he wasn't healthy enough and played in as many games as that would have merited for him to make the All-Star game. Yeah, I agree. He was, he was, he was not healthy enough, um, so he was not a snub. Um, he only played, I think he missed what, like 17 games so far. He, he missed a month. He was out exactly a month between in November and December when he broke his hand in Utah. So I mean, sorry, he broke his hand in San Antonio. That, that right there, he doesn't even put him in consideration for me, but as far as just how he's been playing, he's been playing at an all-star level. It's great to see. Because that's why we signed him here. Yeah, uh, I agree. Nothing really to add to that. He's he's playing like an all star, but he hasn't played enough this year uh, to to warrant being selected for an all star this season. So let's see. Kyle Lowry's played thirty six games this year, um, and Toronto currently has a. Bear with me for a second. I can pull up Toronto's record. Toronto is yeah. 34 and 14. So they've played 48 games. And Kyle Lowry's missed 12 games this year. I mean, he still made the all-star team. but uh, it, it had to be because of the chip last year. It's because Toronto's in second place right now. So they're a game up on the Celtics. Uh in the Eastern Conference standings. Um, and to that point, uh, whoever the, the team is that lands in with the second seed as of Sunday uh, will host the All-Star game. Um, and you'd have to think that the Celtics coaching staff wouldn't mind having this break and just being able to go home, take a vacation, be with their families and not do the thing in Chicago. First and foremost, we're not recruiting any free agents this year. Right. So we don't really need like the extra sort of gamesmanship and, you know, have the players sequestered and Brad Stevens gets to like muck it up with them and Isaiah Thomas hugging everybody. But um, just throwing that out there that, that there is something to play for. Uh, right now, Toronto would be the second seed. Um, and this is because some, I don't understand why the NBA does this, does this, but you can't, have the coaching staff of one team represent the all-stars in back-to-back years so because the bucks were the first seed the number one seed last year they're also the number one seed this year so now it means it falls to the second seed to host the all-star game but for now we're coaching the all-star team me and adam we're team lebron representing and mark and trey are going to be team Giannis, and we're going to do our own sort of mock draft of where we would have our all-star selections. Um, it was a very scientific process of, to determine who had the first pick. I held a penny in my hand. I held both fists to my screen. I told Mark to uh, electronically tap one of my fists. He picked the wrong one. I pointed with my middle finger, by he the way. pointed with <laughs> his finger, and uh, me and Adam ended up with the first pick. So with team That's LeBron. because you tried to grift us into letting you take the first pick out of the two captains and then saying, all right, well, we need a chance at first pick now. Like, uh-uh, you get one. <laughs> you know, I was drinking some Douce and my mind wasn't even there. No, no, you were taking a shot. Hey, shoot, shoot or shoot. It's all right. I just blurted out Team Giannis. And, uh, but didn't realize that Giannis, if I'm Team Giannis, I'm getting the second pick. So I'm like, hold on, let me take that back. Um, so we're starting off with LeBron. And Adam has been kind enough to give me the first pick in the 
2020 NBA All-Star Game. Um, the Section 5 All-Star the Section 5 All-Star Game. Who are the starters again? Um, the starters are Trey Young, Kemba Walker, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, James Harden, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. Uh, Luka might not play in the All-Star game. That Luka um, has, yeah, he has a chance not to play. With the Devin Booker might get in. So I'm going to take the brow, mm. my teammate, repping the Lakers, Anthony Davis. And I imagine that will be LeBron's first pick as well. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, Trey, you want to take the honors? Okay. Um, so Luca, I would if if Luca if Luca's going to be healthy, I'm taking Luca. Let's assume he's healthy for this, just because he's yeah. the name that we have. So, well, international, huh? Um, or or wait, I mean, what 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 what? Whoa, whoa. Uh, I'm television. I'm, I'm taking Luca. Taking Luca. Taking Luca. All right. Adam. I mean, I'm definitely making my pick on. You know, we're trying to win this game. Okay. Um, so I'm going with the Claw, Kawhi Leonard. Woo! Onto Team LeBron. Team, team LA so far. You know who you got to go with, Mark. Right. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I go sidebar real quick on Kawhi? Sure. So I know. Is he going to load manage in the All Star game? I, I know someone who works for New Balance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my source at New Balance tells me that Kawhi can be a little bit difficult to work with. Mm. Um, it's hard to work with people who won't talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think I think when you have someone who's your who's your uh, sort of your prized endorsement, the prized representative of your company, you'd like for them to be a little bit more outgoing. But I guess Kawhi can be maybe a little bit tough to work with. Not that he's a bad guy. It's just you know fitting things into his schedule and sort of getting him to come out of his shell may be a bit difficult. Um, and part of the, part of Kawhi's thing with New Balance is not only does he have the sneakers that he wears during the game, he also has lifestyle gear that he can wear off the court. And we haven't seen a lot of that from Kawhi this season. And then on Saturday night, for some reason, New Balance was trending. And I went on my Twitter feed and lo and behold, there was a man who had an uncanny resemblance to Kawhi Leonard in the strip club with his New Balance hoodie on. So I texted my source at New Balance and said, hey, Boyd man's wearing his hoodie to the strip club. Um, and I think that New Balance got some major street cred off of that. I haven't confirmed if it's, if it's Kawhi Leonard. Did you guys see that video yet? I didn't. Seen you, has anyone else shot. seen this? I, no. I, I did see a grainy shot of Kawhi Leonard. It's not even having grainy. a good time. You can see you can see strippers booty bouncing. You can see dollars being tossed. You see board man in a New Balance sweater hoodie. Uh, it's funny. All right, sorry. All right. But Mark, it's your pick. (laughs) Yeah, I could have used that time when it's a little tougher to make the pick, but um, we're going to go with James Harden. Mm. Beard. James Harden. So that that takes care of the West. (laughs) Yeah, the West stars are gone. (laughs) The West is out. All right, so we're going to the East. Um, I got LeBron. I got Ant Davis. We got Kawhi Leonard. Um, That means we're choosing between – we got left Joel Embiid, Kemba Walker, Pascal Siakam, and Trey Young. And Trey Young. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. For, for this game, I don't think I'm going to go Trey Young. Mm. I think we're going to go Trey Young. Um, we already have the defense. We had the defense. I could have gone, I could have gone Celtic Green and went with Kemba, but Trey Young can shoot from anywhere on the court. Um, it'll really open it up for Ant Davis, LeBron, and, Ka- and Kawhi. Trey Young's the pick. Trey. Hey. Namesake. All right, from Trey Young to Young Trey, what do we got? 
Trey. I think we need a little more defense on this team. So I'm going to go with Pascal Siakam. Defense in the All-Star game. Um, yep. And I think he he's more than just a defensive guy, too. If you give him the ball, he can do some things. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, because there's, there's also – there's MB left. There's Kemba. I mean – that's your pick, Siakam. That's yeah, one. with Siakam. All right. Adam. I mean, looking at the guys we already have on the roster, I think that a big would just glut up the middle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm looking at, you know, Boston's all-star, Kemba Walker, as the pick for Team LeBron. I did not think Kemba was going to fall to us. I thought they were definitely going to go Kemba. Mm-hmm. But they went Siakam. And that leaves, wow, Joel Embiid is the last pick. Mm. Well, we can pick reserve. Do we have to pick starters first? Yeah. Yeah. We do. Shit, so we have to take Embiid? (laughs) Joel Embiid. Wow. Because you you guys definitely showed your hand there. We're like, I think a big's going to clog it up. So I was just going to take someone else and let Embiid follow us in like four rounds. Wow, the process is the last pick. The process is on Team starters. All right. Team Giannis. Team Giannis is Team International, for real. International. You got Siakam. Well, I mean, Doncic. You got James Harden up in there. Yeah, but Embiid. All right. So, let's see. Now we're getting to the reserves. Um, so, would they, wouldn't they get the first pick of reserves since we got the first pick of starters? That sounds fair. And since I didn't get to um, make my pick there because no. it was just thrown at us. No. <laughs> No, I don't know if that's exactly how it works, but go go for it. Go for it. Right. Uh, I'll take the guy I was going to take with that last pick. I'm taking Dame Willard. Nice pick with Dame Willard. Let's go. Um, he should be fun in an All Star game. I'm going. I'm going with Young Jason Tatum. Mm. Woo! Give me, give me Young Tatum. Give me, give me, give me the man who was working out with Kobe Bryant last season. Mm. Even though there's a, there's a bunch of those guys, but. Yeah, I mean, you already got one of those, right? I'll take young, I'm taking young Jason Taylor. Nice. Uh, Trey? I'm going to take Russell Westbrook. Mm. Russell and Dame. <laughs> Russell and Dame, can they get along? They only have to get along for 48 minutes or so. In a game I think we can manage it. We're well coached. Adam? Oh, man. All right. So, let me see who's who's available. Um, Everybody else. <laughs> let me go with – I'd say it's probably between – I know who you're going with. <laughs> it's either between Ben Simmons or Jimmy Butler. But I will go with Nikola Jokic. Ooh, that's that's not where I thought you. <laughs> that's that's not where I thought he was going to go, especially since he said it's between Butler and, <laughs> and Simmons. Mm. But I, I yeah, I go with Jokic. Mm. All right, so my pick here. Yep. Uh, I think we could use. Oh, we could use a little a couple of things we can use. Um, use those things white side was ducking. Uh, yeah. Let's Trey's gonna murder me for doing this because he hates this guy, but I gotta take Ben Simmons. Sorry. Right. I guess I mean Thing we're lacking a little shooting. Jimmy Butler is the pick. Jimmy Butler is the no-brainer pick by G. It's all right because the uh, the shooter's there. So go ahead, do it, Trey. All right. So let me see. Adam Lowry. <laughs> no, actually, I'm gonna take Donovan Mitchell. 
Okay. That's where I thought Adam was going. I was going that right now. Do do we all do 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 we all feel that Chris Middleton's an all star? See, I think because he's the first team in the East, he's getting that spot. But like, if they fall off in any way, like let's say Giannis, you know, falls off a little bit and decides he might want to leave at some point, if that were to happen, I don't know if Middleton would get that vote. You know, kind of like Bill didn't get that vote. That Middleton dropping fifty came out of nowhere. Well, he kind of gets that accolade because you know he's with Giannis and because. They're the number one team. You know, if they were number four, he might not make the all-star team. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the second best player on the number two on the number one team, uh, and he's having a career year this year. So, uh, I think it's justified. But he doesn't have the star power of. Is he better than Gordon Hayward? Yeah, I think so. Silence! Silence from the rest of the. The, the fellow podcasters. Um, all right, Adam, what's your pick? I mean, so my next pick will be what LeBron still could have had if they just got rid of Kuzma instead. <laughs> I'm picking Brandon Ingram. E-I. Brandon Ingram. All right. And I think I'm going to answer your question of 30 seconds ago, and I'm going to say Chris Middleton. <laughs> Chris Middleton. Um, you know, I think the guy I'm going to go with is the guy that if Greg Popovich was smart, he would have been on Team USA. Um, and that's Bam Adebayo, who's probably looking at most improved player of the year, um, along with Brandon Ingram, um, Jalen Brown, Sabonis, a a lot of guys who, who are getting their due this year when usually... Or, or, or in recent memory, it's been you didn't get your due until the year after you deserved it. Yeah. So you get snubbed and then you get it the following year. But Sabonis, um, Ingram, and and Adebayo, I think I think the the coaches got it right with those. Yeah. Um, even though I think just I just think Bradley Beal's a bigger star and should have been in the lineup. But Bam Adebayo is our pick. Um, right? who's, uh, who's left? Uh, we got Kyle Lowry, we got Sabonis, we got Gobert, and we got Chris Paul. Guys holding up the schoolyard wall. Okay. <laughs> Those guys. Uh, Look at the roster, Trey. We can use some uh, some defense. Defense, okay. Defense in the All-Star game. <laughs> I mean, it's it's better than shit in the All-Star game if you take Lowry. That mean you want CP3? I was thinking Gobert, but it's your yeah, pick, I was, so. I'm just kidding. You <laughs> think Rudy Gobert. All right. There we go. We happy. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I mean, listen, my pick, yeah, so I got to go with Sabonis. Sabonis. All right, and. Mark between Kyle Lowry and it's, Chris Paul. It is, it is my duty to stick you guys with Kyle Lowry because we're taking Chris Paul. Kyle Lowry MVP. And you can have the guy shooting 41%. So we'll put we'll put these rosters up on the uh, Section 5 Twitter feed and see who wins. Is it Team LeBron slash Gene Adam or is it Team Giannis slash Mark and Trey? We, we might have to get a little creative with how we put it up there because uh, I got a feeling we might hit a character limit, but yeah, I can't we'll, do we'll give it a go. Yeah, it probably it'll be too hard to do a poll. We might just have to get like go up in the mentions. I don't know. We can uh, we'll we'll figure it out. It's can you get a get a dinner and some drinks at the tavern for <laughs> for what? For whoever gets the most points out of our teams. The most points. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wasn't drafting for points. I was drafting the best team. Yeah. I mean, the All Star game. You can't man. just do points if that's the case. <laughs> if I was drafting for points, I would have told Trey to take Lowry instead of Gobert. All Star game. <laughs> Most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Um, all right. So I guess now let's sort of get to our uh, All Star MVP predictions, which I think at some point might be called the Kobe Bryant Award. Amongst many other accolades or, or changes in the NBA. But uh, I think Kobe had all-star MVP four times throughout his career. 
He also that sounds right. You said it on the last show, and I yeah, he four 18 rings time, of bell. eighteen time All Star. Uh, Not bad. Four about right. Could have been more. He's, the, he's also the highest scoring All Star in history. Well, yeah, because he played eighteen times, <laughs> and he's and the, went off in probably all of them. Yeah, he's the Olympic mellow of All Star games. <laughs> I mean, hey, his, his performance in that gold medal game against Spain can't be understated either. So, Mark, who's your all-star MVP? So, I'm going to go kind of out on a limb, uh, I guess. It's not a limb for you. Yeah. I got a feeling that Trey Young's just going to yeah. start shooting from everywhere. <laughs> yeah, not and, really a limb for you. Yeah. Um, if, he, if he gets hot, like he's, uh, he's going to put up some, some big numbers, and he's going to just fire away. I don't see him um, – you know, deferring to the, to the vets, like this is his biggest stage so far. Uh, and he's a shooter. So, um, I'm, I'm going with Trey. You want Trey or Trey Young? Uh, both. <laughs> Trey all-star MVP. Uh, Adam, who you got for all-star MVP? Um, I'm going with, the with the hometown guy, Anthony Davis. I think, uh, whatever team he's on, whether it's uh, team LeBron, which, if LeBron gets the first pick, he's picking Anthony Davis. Um, and I think they're going to make a conscious effort to have him have MVP in his hometown of Chicago. Trey? Um, kind of agree with Mark with Trey Young. Just because he's a shooter, he will get up some shots. And he will be open in the All-Star game. Um, but Giannis, I feel like Giannis should just take over. Um, triple double maybe. Um, and maybe if they win the game, if his if his team wins the game, I think. I mean, Giannis seems to be a pretty uh, a pretty safe bet. Yeah, to win the All Star All Star Game MVP. But there's one man who, without question, is going to be the All Star MVP. And that's LeBron James. LeBron James will be the MVP. You can write it down right now. Book it, stamp it. He's on a mission this year. I think All-Star MVP is going to be extremely important to him. Um, he wants his spot back. Um, and this is the beginning. He really wants his spot back come June in the NBA Finals. But LeBron James will be your 2020 NBA All-Star Game MVP. So to run that back, we got Mark has Trey Young, Adam has Anthony Davis, Trey has Giannis, and I have LeBron. Um, and maybe we can put something on that. I don't know. We'll figure out a, a wager, friendly or otherwise. And, and can I throw just kind of a dark horse out there? Sure. Not non-binding or not part of whatever you put stakes you put on this, but um, yeah, uh, Jimmy Butler going back to Chicago. Hmm. Okay. I could see just a little bit of extra motivation there. If he shows up, um, from what I recall, there was some animosity towards Jimmy Butler because he got selected to an all-star game and refused to play. Um, I'm trying to think where I heard that. At. I might have heard that. It was, it, was, it, was on, it was on ESPN or one of the debate shows, but uh-huh. I heard that there was some animosity towards Jimmy about that and that may be one of the reasons why he wasn't selected as a starter um but he is back in chicago so i could see jimmy butler showing out yeah um yeah um we have are any celtics playing in the um rookie sophomore game or the i haven't usa versus the world game I don't think they put those rosters out yet i haven't seen any rosters for that but i'm holding out hope that we'll see Grant Williams, Grant Williams, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he he could uh, he could Talk definitely be in there, but you know, he should be because he's a draw, and you need to get eyes on that game. I mean, what the hell? It doesn't mean anything. Put him in. Um, I'm holding out hope that we're going to see Javante Green in, in the dunk contest, even though he said he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, um, Aaron Gordon committed today. Yep, yeah. um, I think I heard Levine was in too. Mm, that would be um, sick. 
uh, I might be imagining that, but um, Javante has said I he's now it's the Damian Jones from Miami. Uh-huh. I, I saw that too. Uh, Javante has, uh, had mentioned that he's not confident in a dunk contest. He like overthinks it uh, when he's in a game. He, he's more of an in-game dunker and he just kind of goes with the flow in the game. Uh, but he has pinned to the top of his Twitter uh, just uh, a video of him standing flat-footed under the rim with the ball on the ground. And just in one motion, he goes down, picks up the ball, jumps off two feet, throws it under his legs and throws it down. I'm like, dude, just do that. <laughs> and then bring Taco out for a prop and jump over him or have him hand you the ball and everybody will love you and you're going to win the damn thing. So just go do it. Yeah, so the All-Star Game's coming up. Um, it will be in Chicago this year. Uh, and if you can host an all-star game in Chicago in February, I don't see why you can't host one in Boston. So maybe we'll get one here out in Boston uh, sometime in the in the near future. Um, and we know some the, season ticket holders, so we can get in the building, right? No. I do not believe that's part of the season ticket package. You wouldn't have first access? I'm not certain. Maybe not. Um, mostly because the Bruins own the building. Hmm. And I think that might factor into it, but interesting. I've never, I've never really looked into that, but I can because it's never been here in our lifetime. Right, so. right. Just in case, I don't think it's been here since like Bill Russell, yeah, uh, like 1965 or something like that. Um, but all right, so uh, coming up on the NBA calendar, the NBA trade deadline is February 6th. Um, it's been really quiet because of the Kobe Bryant news. Um, you haven't heard a ton of rumors coming out about the Celtics, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but but that does it for this episode of the Section 5 podcast. As usual, you can find us on all major platforms, uh, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and the like. Um, thanks for listening. Please subscribe, review, rate, comment, like on any of those platforms, or hit us up at the Section 5 Twitter handle, at S-E-C-T-I-O-N, the number 5, I-V-E, at Section 5. Thanks for listening. Later. Later. Peace.